Welcome to the Crowfall Podcast, where we share stories and perspectives from the world of Crowfall with your hosts, Chris and Walker. This is Walker, and today we talk about the end of the last dregs, our hopes for the new dregs, and the woes of new world population theft. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Minds at CrowfallPod. As always, I'm joined by Chris. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm jazzed. Nice. <laughs> nice. What were you? You were, I think you were godly one time. All kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's good to hear. You know, I'd hate to hear you in low spirits for some reason. That'd be yeah. devastating yeah. to our listener base, you know. Very disappointing. You got to mm-hmm. come with it. Bring that energy. Right, right. But yeah, so the most recent dregs wrapped up on October 3rd. I mean, I guess October 4th at midnight or something, but... Yeah. And yeah, we actually... We did it. Managed to hold a keep the whole time. The whole time, from day one till the very end. And Um, am I not mistaken that while the first... The very first defense of it was aided by a larger guild kind of coming in and big brothering for us. We actually had to fight a lot throughout the month. We did. I mean, that first time, I mean, we can say now because they won. I mean, uh, winter blades definitely helped us on that first. Right. Keep defense mainly because they didn't want the other bigger alliances to have that keep. Right. And even though they, probably didn't have the resources or manpower to do that at the time because they had several keeps already. Mm. Um, It served their interest to keep it out of the hands of someone else that was closer to them. Right, right. Which makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked talked a lot about siege schedules and the pros and cons of that. So I'm curious now, after a full month of twice a week, it was every Monday and Friday. Yeah, that Monday had, was tough. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was kind of late for us. Yeah, yeah. But no, but every Monday and Friday you had a keep defense hour window, basically. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, that's taxing. Because it's consistent. It's also two hours a week, so it's not that demanding. But yeah, but it is. It it does force a commitment to some extent. It does. However, do you think you would have liked it better if there was no schedule? But every day when you log on, you might have lost your keep the night before. I definitely liked it for the fact that I was able to participate in the defense every time. I actually logged into every everyone. I didn't miss one the entire dregs. Nice. And, it, and it's interesting because leading up to it, it almost felt like something is scheduled. You know, I would prefer if there wasn't. I didn't have anything to do or, you know, but I mean, what, what else would I be doing at that time anyway, if I'm going I'm to be playing some game, but once I got in and 
got organized with the guild or the alliance and we got going, it was almost like, well, now I'm just in it. And sometimes the, the defense would end early. I mean, if we got to kill the trees right away, maybe it was only 30 minutes. And then it's like, well, I'm, I was ready for a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Actually, last defense was the very last one was really good. I mean, our population has been a little bit lower with the, the release of New World. But everyone was able to muster up for the last defense, and we had a good showing. And it was probably the best fights that we had all drags. Hmm. I mean, fair numbers, the sieging army set up trebs on multiple sides. And we ended up fighting in the field and were able to push them off. But it wasn't like we had so many more numbers that it was a steamroll. I mean, we were out there in the field fighting back and forth for several minutes before the momentum would shift. Mm. Uh, A few people would die. And then all of a sudden now we're pushing and and then we get the the steamroll there toward the end. But... I don't know. It was it was a really good experience of, of what it could be when you have everyone willing to, to make that window, I guess. Yeah, well, I think the other thing, too, that, you know, like I the way I framed it to you is, well, would you have liked it better if you log in and your keep is taken, right? But the other thing that it would ha- that happens if it's not if there's not siege windows is that people just don't try and fight each other. Like, yeah. if I want to take your keep and there's not a window, I'm just going to try and wait until I think you're not around. Because it, it's just advantageous to, I mean, yeah, it's maybe more fun and it's the actual game to do the fight. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's not how people operate. Um, so it creates a dynamic where people are incentivized almost to try an offline raid in the other way. So not only do you not necessarily get to participate in the defense of your keep, but it's also a lot less likely that you get to participate in the fight to take a keep back because they're probably not online either when that happens. Yeah, the window adds to the organization of it all. I I mean, when we played Camelot, the way sieges started then was maybe there was a group of people around fighting and then maybe someone has some siege and they throw it down and then eventually everyone gets wind of it and then people come but that isn't always the case and it just depends on who's around and if they're paying attention to chat and want to do that well and if you remember i mean one time you and me and a a couple other people just four of us total went and took a keep on in no to be clear this is in dark age of camelot but we went and took a keep in an enemy realm. And the reason we did that was a, it was unclaimed. So it was really low level. So there was a chance, but B they were fighting on a different continent, right? The fight wasn't in that realm. The fight was somewhere else. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my exact point is like, even there where we're fighting in, in dark age of Camelot, like, what did we do? We, we went and found somewhere where there's path of least resistance, right? Cause that's how people operate is path uh-huh. of least resistance. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think the siege window thing is a huge win. Now, if maybe it's better if it's a handshake thing, 
instead of a weekly thing. But even then, I don't know, because what if you don't log on for three days, which is not actually that long, <laughs> right? <laughs> People yeah. should be able to not log on for three days if they want. To. Like, if you, I guess my point is, is that like, how long is that handshake notification? And if it's only a few days, you might miss that altogether and still not be able to participate. Whereas with this system, you can literally plan your calendar with that in mind if you want to. Yeah, yeah, because the the windows were were set on those days. It, it wasn't like that they fluctuated mm -hmm. from week to week where it might be on a Tuesday or mm -hmm. something like that. They're always on the same day, same time. Which I was surprised by that too, honestly, because it's three days between Monday through Friday and only two days between Friday and Monday. I actually thought it was going to be every three days, so I thought it would be changing days week over week because there was always going to be the same gap of time between sieges. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's how I thought it, it would be. or That's how I thought it was until I paid more attention to the windows. Mm-hmm. But that Friday to Monday does seem to go pretty quick. Right, right. So in the next drag, which starts on the 5th, so there's a day break, basically. What is your anticipation there? Do you think you plan to rally the troops and hold another, hold another keep? Or what do you think? Well, as of... Right now, I don't know if if we will have the the manpower to hold the keep. There seems to be a lot of a lot of break taking and a lot of people trying uh, new games, new world. But I have hope that we will see some some folks return and potentially see what else we can make of this. I mean, making the best out of the situation. There are people that are still playing. And I think that if we can find them and maybe consolidate a little bit, that we can not only add some pieces to our guild, but maybe the Alliance as well. Mm. And, and see what else uh, is possible. Maybe yeah. run around faction versus faction for a little bit, see what's up there. Haven't been there for a while. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wonder, though, like, I wonder, so when you say that you don't think currently that you could hold the keep with the existing numbers, like, you'd either have to have, the alliance would have to add more people, or you'd have to add more people to the guild specifically, but is that because there's not enough people to defend it, or is it because there's not enough people to upgrade it or maintain it? Like, what goes into holding the keep that requires the manpower? Well, yeah, the the defense is one thing but having people willing to run the resources and do the upgrades i mean it does take a lot of resources to funnel into the keep and gold and and different things for the upgrades so having lots of people available to do that throughout the day mm -hmm. is is definitely beneficial mm -hmm. And and so when you just have less people, it's like, I mean, it could still be done. It's just that, especially for defense, they're all going to have to log on at the same time and make sure that everyone's there. Mm -hmm. When you have more people, there's more room for error. If right. 10 people don't log on, well, that's still fine. We still have 20, 30, whatever. 
Right. Well, I guess that was my thought is that like, cause I think that, I think that you're right that, I mean, you know, yes, people take breaks or just wash out or whatever, but new world just came out a week ago and I've been surprised at the frequency with which my little steam friends notification will pop up and say, so-and-so is playing new world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been surprised. So it's, and obviously there's a lot of reporting that it's a wildly popular game, at least here at launch. So I do think that there's definitely some attrition from, from new world. And I have, I've, I literally know nothing about new world. So I, I can't speak to whether or not I think it'll sustain that or, or what happens out of that. I think it's definitely possible that you could see people coming back to some extent from Crowfall. I feel like I've done this topic every show for the last month, so I'll try not to do it again, I guess, but I'm just so I'm just so interested in the question of like how does Crowfall being bring people back? Yeah. But I think that I mean I do think and I have no idea what New World offers in this space at all for like sieging and stuff. But I do think that the sieging in Crowfall is really good. Uh, And I've not done a ton of it, obviously, based on some of the questions I'm asking, I guess. But but the the handful of keep fights that I've gotten to participate in are are just actually good. You know, they're they're it's yeah, it feels it feels appropriate, I guess, for lack of a better way to say that. I don't know. I I don't know of of a better game that has that in there right functions as well as crowfall does right and crowfall gets you right to the action very quickly which we've talked about the pros and cons of Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know i i hope i hope that that they see that um yeah i don't know i'm very interested to see how things shake out with all of this i think that there's obviously we think that crowfall has some good stuff to it and, and has has some reasons that people would be compelled to play but most mmos fail you know so yeah i mean there there are things that could be done to help with the population potentially a steam release after some updates and and that's true could could help yeah no i don't you know i hadn't even thought of that i wonder how much new world was boosted just by half front page steam entry on a Tuesday too, right? So not yeah. during a sale, not during the, you know, some other big event on Steam that would be drawing attention, but it's like, it's a Tuesday and there's not a lot going on and here's this new MMO and it's right front and center on Steam front page. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it on Steam yeah. for weeks before even the release. It was just on there. And, I mean, it's kind of a two-way thing. I mean, if, if you get too many bad reviews it could work against you with the way the steam reviews work you know right yeah you could get review bombed hmm yeah well i'm definitely interested to see i mean you know they've got more things coming in crowfall i don't know how much we talked about it last week but they've got a design document where they're talking about making changes for smaller group content i guess currently the way it works is you've got keeps and then you've got forts and the forts kind of act as a supply chain to the keep. Does that Uh sound accurate? Yeah. So they're talking about doing away with that and moving, making some of the functionality available in keeps available in forts as well. 
And then for the resource generation, actually having resource generation nodes, like a mine or a logger or a quarry or whatever. And those have their own independent siege timers and those get fought over separately from the forts. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. It would be like securing the the stone mine or the right forest for your resources. I mean, it makes sense. I do wish that there were more upgrade possibilities with the forts. Mm. We were able to capture several of those throughout the dregs, and it's fun to have a fort if you can't have a keep. And we definitely built some walls and. We had this one fort that we definitely captured several times, and it started to feel like our fort. Mm. And so, if because with forts, the siege window is every day, so it's it's kind of hard to to hold one for an extended amount of time. But every time that we didn't have it and we were on, and it came up, it was like, well, we got to go get our fort back. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Hmm. So something else I noticed with the new drag, I don't know if you caught this or not, this time, 65 import tokens. Yeah, I saw that. That's a lot, a lot more, right? 15 more? Was it 50? No, it was 20. Oh, you're right. 50 was faction versus faction, I think. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, so a lot more. A lot yeah, more. I don't know how good I am with that or not, actually. I, I understand that they made it so that disciplines count now so mm -hmm. i think part of their reason for increasing it is to account for that yeah but you don't need two and a half times more slots to get disciplines over right like that that's not they don't take that much room yeah. the reason it makes me a bit uncomfortable i guess is because with 65 because i'm not mistaken that you can bring stuff over in your inventory as long as whatever that is is equipable. Is that I'm pretty sure. I think there's some limitations, but I, I don't know them all because I usually don't have anything in my inventory. I brought over tools before like that. but In your inventory? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. So I guess the, the reason I say it is just because it it kind of enables... I mean, it would enable people to bring over multiple sets of armor. And yeah. kind of diminishes the need to farm for your own gear. I mean, maybe the armor, maybe you can't bring enough armor to last the full month. I don't know. It just seems like it would be getting close to that point where it's just really cutting down on the, the need for farming, which is bad because that basically empowers already existing power, which is the whole thing that Crowfall is solving. With the campaign yeah. structure, yeah, I was I was expecting it to stay at twenty or maybe even go less. I, or is twenty the a full loadout? I think that's what it was, right? Twenty is a full loadout, and again, yeah. so if you're going to have disciplines, fine. I mean, I you know maybe it's twenty five or something. Yeah, sixty five just seems like a really big number, and you know maybe maybe the point is to make it so that people can spend time farming more for their keep, right? Because you're not having to farm for gear in the same way. as my, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. that does make sense. Really, if you're going to try and get a keep right away, that's kind of like two things you got to do. Upgrade the keep, but then secure enough resources to make your next set of armor and weapons for mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. 
So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, definitely interesting to see how it shakes out, and maybe it won't make that big of a difference at all. I mean, to some extent, has, hasn't Winter Blades won every time? I think so. Yeah. So I'm also curious just, like, how long will that last, right? Like, I, I predicted before Crowfall launched that this campaign structure would create a lot of opportunity for divisiveness within larger organizations, again, just simply because they're made up of people and people fight with each other all the time. And that because everyone has to start over, over and over again, oh, yeah, over and over again, they, that opportunity is even more present, right? Because there's things have to be decided again. Things have to be established again constantly. But so far, that's not the case. So far, the people who are at the top have been the people at the top. Yeah. And with increasing the embargo limit, it just seems like it, makes it easier for them to maintain their current position. Yeah. I don't know what the solution would be. I I know that toward the end of drags, it seemed like the political situation seemed to be pretty much set. I mean, we were also experiencing a population decrease at that time too. Yeah. But with the campaign coming to an end, there's less incentive to do anything super dynamic and just kind of just go with what's going on. Right. Just maintain. Yeah. Especially if you're up there in points. Right. I will tell you a story though. In our last siege, it's kind of a different topic, but I, (laughs) I had a bunch of siege on me, several ballistas that we had made right away just in case we needed them and they were level one ballistas they weren't great but um i of course forgot i had them on me (laughs) and ended up dying in the field at one point nice and lost all our ballistas and the alliance was definitely like hey you got those ballistas and i'm like sure don't sure don't (laughs) <laughs> did they like that answer i mean it, we were we were doing okay so it wasn't like <laughs> you're a complete asshole right now mm-hmm. but they made fun of me for a little bit and then we were able to get them back and reloot them oh so, nice yeah because we ended up winning the siege and winning the fights in the field so we did find them again and <laughs> <laughs> and took their siege as well so we ended up getting more but for a second there it could have been bad if it was we weren't doing as well right (laughs) so yeah you know i've looked through the forums a bit and and seen a lot of their different design documents and and ideas that they have but i don't i'm not seeing a lot of this implemented already like i saw a whole thing from august about group loot but group loot's Uh not in the game still right i'm not crazy right right i guess 7.2 is supposed to come out sometime soon yeah i didn't see the the loot options in that either now i haven't read every note so maybe it is and yeah i'm curious is 7.2 supposed to come out with the new dregs i i think so i also saw something about them getting rid of arboreum as well which uh would be pretty interesting Real all three, 
Because there's like uh, Solarium and Lunarium, or I don't know what they're called. Something. Like oh that. yeah, the starting zones. Wow. Um, yeah. So it, it, you're just going into Skypoint, I guess, which, which gets you right into the mix, even faster. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it it kind of makes sense. I, I'm honestly, I am surprised that they've maintained the the in, at least in Arboreum. There's a couple of gold farming camps that are uh-huh. behind the safe zone line. Yeah. I'm surprised that they've allowed that to remain. Yeah. It doesn't seem to fit with the entire aspect of it. Right. With the risk versus reward, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, that would make sense. And honestly, you know, just like consolidating all of the different campaigns into one global campaign, I think makes the most sense and, and is a huge win for them. Reducing the amount of places that people have to play also would be helpful because, yeah, like, honestly, I don't know who's in Skypoint either, but mm-hmm. when you split up whoever would be willing to go to Skypoint, also between who's willing to go to Arboreum or where, you know, it's equivalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people that go there and who goes there, new players, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there's no one there, and this game's boring and <laughs> blah blah blah, right? So uh, that probably makes more sense. You know, honestly, I would be interested. Uh, this is, I mean, I literally just had this thought, so I have no idea how well thought out this is going to be. But I think it would be interesting if they could just, if they would do something that was like, I don't know like sign up for a queue to do keep siege and whoever wins gets 5,000 gold or something, which I know that I think that was the entire reward for faction versus faction last time. So maybe that's a big (laughs) ask, but my point is just like, it would also be cool if there was a way to earn stuff from PVPing that's not exclusively from looting it from them. Right. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, Skypoint yeah. is, like... I mean, Skypoint's fine, but honestly, if if you're not farming gold, then there's no risk in Skypoint. Yeah. So... it's It seems like... It seems like a simple thing that... I mean, we were talking about learning how to PvP and learning your character. I mean, if you just set up a battleground situation that was a siege situation where you would just have a defense and offense. I mean, you could run siege battlegrounds every hour, have just people queue up for it. Yeah. The only thing I can think is that the problem is, is like, again, it's delicate. It's a, it's a delicate problem because if you don't make it very interesting and by that, I mean like rewards for it, yeah. Then most people aren't going to do it because why? When they could go do drags and get the rewards, right? Yeah. And if you make it good enough so that the reward is worth it, well, now you're incentivizing people to play this instead of play dregs, which is the opposite of what the goal is, right? Because you want yeah. people out in the open world fighting, ultimately. True, true. So maybe that's why my idea also doesn't work because it's like if people can make money doing that, then they just are going to do that, and now they're not in the world doing something different. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you could you could give some sort of gold bonus for someone that 
is successful in an open world siege. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you would track who was there and, and what what did what, but right. If there was a a way to do that, maybe there was some benefit to that, or benefits that carried over. I mean, we talked about Skypoint benefits, maybe influencing faction versus faction or something like that. So there's a reason to care about that. Yeah. Um, kind of link them all together. Right. Right. Way. The problem, though, there is that your your characters are locked to where what you know whatever campaign, if it's faction versus faction or dregs. Mm-hmm. So to take them back out of that to go back to Skypoint, I think, is a challenge. Yeah, yeah. But hmm. you have to play those play those alts, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely interesting. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what I'm curious to see what exactly will actually be in the next patch. And again, I, I saw the seven dot two I say unofficial. I mean, it was on the forum, but just because it actually hasn't been implemented yet. So I'll be interested to see what actually gets implemented with the next patch. And yeah, where they go from here. I think the new world population theft is is real. I don't know how sustained it is. Again, most MMOs fail. I'm also shocked if New World is just actually like, yep, this game's awesome and everyone loves it, and that's the end of that story is everyone just loves it. <laughs> I'll be surprised at that. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's the the new thing, and it was on Steam. I mean, yeah. a lot of eyes saw it. You're going to get a lot of people trying it, but <laughs> will they still be playing and having as much fun? A few months from now. Right. So one thing that Crowfall has is, of course, the dynamic PvP. And I think anyone that wants that in the fantasy setting and want to do sieges, I mean, it's here. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. The sie- I, again, I think the sieges are, are, are very well done. There's actually not a part of the siege where I'm like, meh. Meh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, this is all pretty legit. Yeah. It's all pretty legit. I mean, I definitely like seeing those walls crumble down. <laughs> yes. I did get to shoot a Treb and knock a... I think I blew a Ballista up, but... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to... I saw you fire on the Treb there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old volunteer walker, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you've had a lot of practice. I mean, you've you've knocked down towers several times. I'm a Treb guy, so... <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you siege engineer. Is what we need to get. You. Yeah, right. That is what we need. <laughs> Maybe I'll see if I can change my account name to Treb Guy. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Well, anything else you wanted to discuss this fine episode? Hey, that'll do it, Treb Guy. All right, appreciate it. <laughs> well, that's all for the show today. Follow us on Twitter and Minds at CrowfallPod. You can also check out my other podcast, The Walk Show, which explores the walk of life through interviews with a variety of guests, or my other podcast, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is co-hosted by me and Brett Lindley and is all about why gaming matters. Thanks again for the listen. Have a great week. Stay up. Mm-hmm.